0: Every call is different in their own way, and then you get calls that you've never seen before. Things that you thought you knew, and then you're like, wow, that's that's something new.
1: I'm on a ride-along with Christine. You're positioned real quick? Wait, really into the way Wait one second. Really into the mic. <laughs> yeah. We're squeezed into the front seats of this giant van to make room for the rows of cages in the back. Do I say hi?
0: Hey, uh, my name is
1: Officer Christine Trong with Silicon Valley Animal Control. The only other passenger is an injured hawk. It doesn't say much. Especially
0: during the springtime, you're getting injured animals, sick animals, you're getting babies, orphaned babies, injured, you know, fledgling, birds. Ugh, when it's baby season, you're just going call to call.
1: Christine speaks with the easy confidence of a public official and quickly lets me know
0: We don't chase stray animals, that's, I think that's (gasps) one of the things that people really get confused about. That's actually the lowest priority call we get. Did you call about it? Oh! Thank you. The first time I picked up a dead cat, it was like a little unsettling, but you know, somebody has to do it, and you kind of get used to it.
1: I'm standing on the side of the road, watching Christine pick up a dead possum. Its little body is curled against the curb. It kind of just looks like it's sleeping. Before scooping it up with the black trash bag, she checks its belly for babies. All clear. There's always an unlucky possum or raccoon crossing the road at the wrong time. And it's not always as simple as scooping up dead animals. Sometimes Christine gets calls for dying animals. So we have two choices. We can take it to the
0: wildlife center or I can take it back to the shelter and euthanize it myself. Because if the if the wildlife center is gonna euthanize it anyways, like it, it is dying, right? You're not gonna to wanna to drive it all the way out there for it to suffer longer. So it's, it's the kindest thing to do. That was the one thing with euthanasia. There's, it's called compassion fatigue. does it it's happened for you? It's, it's happened for me. Um, like if you feel like emotionally attached to a, a, a certain dog or a cat, like you've been investigating it for a while, and you know it's finally surrendered, and, it, it, and it, it's not an adoption candidate.
1: I always wondered, how do people in Humane Services deal with all the death and sickness? They love and want to protect animals. But maybe putting animals out of their misery is the most humane thing a human can do.
0: Handsome. Hey buddy. Come here, see
1: it? Back at the shelter, I help Christine photograph a little shih tzu. He's not really into it and is looking everywhere but the camera. dude. We just picked him up from a family that found him shivering on their porch the night before. Christine places him in a huge cage with blankets, food, water, and... opera music? The shelter really wants to make these animals comfortable. I thought the job was just chasing animals, but it turns out it's say like thirty percent animals and seventy percent humans.
0: I mean, when you say humans, it's always humans in relation to an animal incident that was reported. You learn how to deal with people, and um, you also advocate and educate people about you know proper ways of taking care of their own animals.
1: The job's about people, home visits park patrols, long-term cruelty investigations.
0: In the beginning, you get, you'll get a lot of insults. <laughs> and you know, obviously, if you're a little bit more cushy-cush and you're not used to kind of handling with criticism, um, you can get a little bit more emotional. Someone has made me cry, mm-hmm. but not in not in their presence. When they're angry, they'll try to find little things that bug you. Um, And the thing I learned with this job is you can't let it show that it bugs you because it's like, yeah, so what, I've heard better. Like, you know, that's not the point. They're trying to distract from the current situation.
1: The situation. Neglect.
0: It's mostly financial. Abuse. Could be a cultural
1: thing. Aggressive dogs.
0: Because, you know, they just don't care.
1: Hoarding. The list goes on and on. There's a range of how people care emotionally for their pet. I can see why Christine ignores the insults to focus on the real problem: how people treat animals. I,
0: I try to take a more understanding and sympathetic uh, standpoint when I talk to people. But at the end of the day, um, you know, if they just don't want to do it, then 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 comes the enforcement, right?
1: I end the day playing with an adorable kitten named Storm. I really want to take him home and become a proud cat lady. His
0: name is Storm, because he was found in a storm drain.
1: Did you need him?
0: No. <laughs> no. Nah. My choices were Pokey, because um, the reporting party who heard him was playing Pokemon Go, so like, Pokemon Pokey.
1: As I pet Storm, I think about what caring for animals means, what the humane job really is, and why are people playing Pokemon Go in 2019? Is it just as simple as petting a cat on a quiet afternoon? I know,
0: right? It's so easy to fall love. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I really want to take him home and become what is my destiny in life a proud cat lady. Don't do crazy. A crazy cat lady. Yeah. <laughs>